Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Butler Did It. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. And thank you all for being patient. I missed you all, man. Listen, I've been working my ass off, okay? I'm not playing, man. I got a new job. Everybody knows this, man. I took a great position at a great company called Scoop News Group. Um, I am the executive producer of Multimedia, so I've been getting acclimated to the gig, learning all about their wonderful podcast. Um, you can check my, my, my LinkedIn and, and other, um, socials to see about the podcast we've been working on. We're going to be doing video. It's a lot of stuff going on at that gig. A lot of cool people, man, but it's been taking a lot of my time. I'm just blessed to be able to be, you know, to make money for my family, to be able to do what I got to do. And I'm just, I'm just blessed. I'm just happy, man. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking. On this one, because I got a really, well, a lot of intro and, and, and lead up to this one, because I have a cool topic today, man. It's all about hip hop. Today's a love letter to hip hop, man. And what I want to do a little bit later in the show is share with you guys two interviews that I did, through, you know, over the years, man. This is, I, I'm going to get to it, but I got two cool interviews to share with you guys today. They are throwbacks like a mug. They're actually from my old show, um, but they are hip hop, man. Um, and 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 the reason why I want to share those interviews with you is because I've, I've been really sitting around trying to figure out, like, how am I going to honor this whole hip hop 50 thing? You know, I had a bunch of ideas I threw around. I knew I wanted that to be my next show. My it's not really a comeback show, but you know my my newest episode after my little break or what have you. Um, but I just didn't know how to go about it. Had all sorts of guests lined up, well, potential guests that I wanted to get lined up. But I thought that really talking about how hip hop impacted me, not just coming up, growing up, but just as my career, how hip hop. How much hip hop is meant to me and sharing that with you all um, was a dope way to really share my love for hip hop and um, really honor the 50th anniversary of hip hop music and hip hop culture. So we're going to get to that in a moment. But before that, we got a brand new segment that I want to introduce on this show. It's called the Mental Health Minute. Take it away, Danny. Hey, everybody. My name is Danielle, licensed behavioral health therapist, and I'm here today to provide you with a mental health moment. So what is mental health? Mental health really is just taking into consideration your psychological, emotional, mental, sometimes even spiritual, and even physiological well-being. And today, I really just want to give you something to think about. T-H-I-N-K. Think. Think about your mental health. Think about how you're treating yourself. Think about how you're treating others. The T stands for, are you being true to you? Is there truth to the things that you do? Is there truth to things that serve you or to others? H, is it helpful? The behaviors, the things that you engage in, is it helpful for your mental health? I, is it inspiring? Do you seek to inspire? Do you look to inspire? Or do you seek to be inspired when it comes to increasing and pushing forward your mental health, your emotional health, and your well-being? In are those behaviors necessary? Are the things around you necessary? Are they necessary to serve you on your mental health journey to positive, positive well-being? And K, are you being kind to yourself? Be kind to yourself. T-H-I-N-K. 
Is your behavior true? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Is it necessary? And are you being kind? Remember about that. Think about your mental health today. And also remember, mind your mentals. Okay, so hip hop is 50 years old. And I can't thank hip hop enough. Hip hop has given me a career. I know I've worked in news and things like that. It's hard for me to, to put into words how much hip hop means to me. On my old show, What Are Those, I always talked about how sneaker cultures were a subculture of hip hop culture and hip hop culture is a subculture of black culture. And that's 100% true. Hip hop culture is a subculture of black and Latin culture. Black and brown people created hip hop. We all know the story in the Bronx and all this and that New York City. And then it spread all over the place in D.C. What was happening happening simultaneously was go go culture. And, you know, in L.A. you had I mean, I could go on and on. Again, I don't need to give you a history lesson on hip hop. You all know it. And if you have if you don't know it, it's all sorts of events and concerts and documentaries and specials and what have you that can will get you hip to what hip-hop is you don't need me to do it all right i do want to share however how much hip-hop means to me before i get to these interviews i'm not going to take a long time i'm going to get to these interviews because they're really really cool all right um i wanted to I have a project I'm working on. I, I hate talking about my projects because sometimes I don't get them done. Sometimes they take a long time and I don't want to come off as wishy-washy. But there's an idea that's been floating around in my mind. And I won't give away too much because I don't want anybody to steal it. Um, but it's about growing up hip-hop. I don't remember a time when there was no hip-hop. And I might be one of the first generations. I'm part of one of the first generations of people. I'm not one of, I'm part of the first generation of people who came up knowing nothing but hip hop. I had a dad who was a hip hop head and he was one of the earliest hip hop heads. My father rode around, you know, all he say, man, people rode around, they, they listened to their parents were listening to, you know, Luther Vandross and Aretha Franklin and the Ozzy brothers and, you know, my folks appreciated that music, but I was riding around listening to Public Enemy, Ice T, Ice Cube, okay, uh, 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 LL Cool J, Run DMC, but mainly Public Enemy and Ice T was really the the artist that really uh, that my father was really into, and. That impacted me. That changed the way I thought about things. It changed the way I wanted to present all my life. I wanted to present like Chuck D. Chuck D might be the most influential person outside of my family, outside of a family member, my father, my mom, and, you know, people that actually raised me, teachers, in terms of a public figure, Chuck D., might be one of the most influential people in my life. Everything about Chuck was so cool. I was too young to understand his music. I wasn't riding around, you know, I wasn't like buying Public Enemy tapes or anything like that. I was a, I was a small child, but my dad loved Public Enemy and he loved Chuck D. He loved everything they represented. Riding around, listen to It Takes a Nation of Millions and Fear of a Black Planet, all these things, right? All these, this music that was just, Bumping in my father's car, him and his boys. 
every image of them impacted me, turned me into the person that I am. I knew I wanted to work around hip hop and be entrenched in hip hop culture from a very young age. When I started getting to, you know, my own, had my own musical taste. It was a lot of West Coast music and a lot of Southern music. Scarface, Snoop, Dre, Midwest dudes like Bone Thugs. I love that double time. I love the creativity of hip hop. Of course, I love East Coast artists like Wu-Tang and Biggie. Everybody loved Tupac. You know, we, I could, but it was just the creativity. It was the, it was the, it was the passion of it that really just I just wanted to be like them I wanted to be like these dudes I saw on TV for better or worse by the way a lot of the imagery was negative but for me I was able to look past that but I lived in a world where hip hop all of hip hop culture living in Washington D.C. Southeast D.C. where you saw the best and the worst of hip-hop. Because again, hip-hop is a subculture of black culture. So you saw those block parties and people dancing, you know, the, the fashion, all of that. And you also saw the street culture that was being celebrated in hip-hop too. There's going to be a lot of celebrating hip-hop right now, but we can't leave out that part because it was a big part. People were telling their stories. People started making money telling their stories. And sometimes some of those stories were not quite understood. Sometimes some of those stories were exploited. Sometimes some artists came around and said, you know what? I could pretend to be something and make a lot of money. Sometimes some labels decided, you know what? I want to sign that artist that's telling those horrible stories because that's what the kids out in the suburbs want to hear about. And it impacted us. But because I came up so early on in hip hop, for me, this is just for me, I understood the storytelling and the reporting that hip hop was doing. I really appreciated the positivity of hip hop, the message being out there, understanding, because they were telling stories that I was seeing every single day. They were illustrating and painting a picture of my life. The last album that really did that for me was Good Kid, Mad City. This album right here, Good Kid, Mad City, is basically about a day in the life of Kendrick Lamar and how one day could be full of joy and horror. This album right here, like many albums in hip-hop, kept me going. Kept me going. So when I had an opportunity to have a voice I wanted to speak to these people. I wanted to do my best impression of hip hop. And in fact, it's not an impression of hip hop. This is hip hop. Hip hop's a culture. I keep that record right there for a reason. Music like that grounds me. So when Paul and I started podcasting, I knew I wanted to be a storyteller. I knew I wanted to be a truth teller. I knew I wanted to be a griot. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that whatever I did in this industry, it needed to be grounded in hip hop.
I'm telling our stories. Because that's what hip hop did. And that's what I will continue to do. And that's why I love you, hip hop. I mean that. I love hip hop. Everything about it. And I'm so thankful for hip hop. When we started MSR all those years ago, we wanted to do news. We wanted to do music. We didn't. We, we were doing a lot, but we knew that it was grounded in hip hop from our look, from our talk, our language, everything. Even if people didn't understand it, and from there we got a lot of great opportunities. Opportunities I never thought I'd get in my life. So today's show is selfish because. I want to show off some interviews that I did along with my boy, Paul Spam, back in our MSR days with some legends in hip hop. Now, I actually tried to find a bunch of them. Uh, our show, we did, we started our show about, it's been probably close to 15 years now. Um, 15 years ago, that's amazing that you would think about. It was a very long time ago, but man, we interviewed Warren G., we interviewed pretty much any rapper from D.C. Oh, man. I interviewed Method Man when I was at Radio 1 with uh, Easy Street, man. I remember one day I was in there chilling and 3-6 Mafia just came in there. Just like, what's up? I said, I'm chilling with 3-6 Mafia. I was in the back. I, won't, I, I didn't even smoke weed at the time. I was in the back watching Method Man and Red Man smoke weed. Okay, I mean, there's so many artists that I had an opportunity to sit down with, and a lot of it is lost footage that I cannot find. I've been trying to find it. The Method Man and Red Man, well, the Method Man thing is audio, but I don't know where that audio went. Um, but the but the Three Six Mafia thing that was just us chilling, man. So many memories, man. And again, it it all starts with riding around in my father's car, listening to the Public Enemy. That put me on the trajectory to be where I am now, man. And I'm so, 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 so grateful for hip hop. So I'm going to stop rapping. I just really had to say that, man. Hip hop, I love you. Thank you for all that you've done for me. Thank you for all of the great people that I've met, all of the great opportunities that I've been a part of because of hip hop. Raekwon, I mean, I could go on and on. There's so many people, man. So many dope artists and hip hop you know movers and shakers that i've been able to be in the, be in the room with that i never would have done it never would have done it if it weren't for my pops and that gti so thank you pops thank you hip-hop i want to bring you guys two interviews that i did um one is with the one and only T.I. Me, me and my man Paul Spann had an opportunity to sit down with T.I. some years ago. It was real cool. Um, it's not a long interview, man. It just was a cool opportunity to sit down with, with well, we weren't sit, but, you know, to interview T.I. Um, and then the next interview, the next voices you will hear are true hip-hop legends, man. We had an opportunity to sit down with MC Light. Okay. MC Light. Diggable Planets. And Dougie. Fresh. All right, so you're going to hear T.I. and you're going to hear Dougie Fresh. And if I can find some of my other interviews, this stuff is just all, all some stuff is like on CD, on DVDs. It's going to be difficult. But if I do manage to find some of them throughout the week, I'll just post them on YouTube and on my Instagram 
Um, I'll figure out a way to post like old pictures and stuff that we took, you know, just stuff like that. Just throwbacks, man, because hip hop turning 50 is a big deal. All right. So T.I., then MC Light, Dougie Fresh, and Diggable Planets coming up right now. What up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Adam Butler, Paul Spann here, representing Mindstream Radio. Here with my man, T.I., man, one of my favorite artists for sure. The new album dropped. Yeah. Trouble Man. Yeah, yeah. Heavy as the head. Right. Tell us about that title, man. What does that mean? Uh, trouble man, I feel like the, the the word trouble is something that was synonymous with Ti. You know what I mean? Given right. the events that 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 circuit that circuit circulated around my 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 recent history, the recent history of my life, the past year. Um, so I felt that it was most appropriate, you know what I'm saying, to use that title. And you know what I'm saying. Of course, we all know that Marvin Gaye uh, had a soundtrack based on a movie back then. And back then, when he did it, when you said Marvin Gaye. And Trouble Man, it went together right. for those days at that time. Absolutely. And now right now, you say Trouble Man, mm-hmm. you say T.I., you think T.I., and it means something right, right now in this day and this time. Right. Uh, so I thought it was, I felt it was appropriate. Mm-hmm. And what about the heavy as the head part? That's a, that's a subtitle because uh, I, I did 127 songs and wow. wow. the recording process for this album. And I knew that the full, full message would not be complete mm-hmm. just with just with one one album right, right, so I knew right, there would right. be others to follow so the subtitle is just you know to keep me from saying part one part two because right, yeah. uh, a, a ter- the term is heavy as the head of he who wears the crown right, so the right. second installment of the Trouble Man series will be Trouble Man he who wears the crown 127 tracks yeah wow so you've been working hard, and I've noticed that. Like you've been, it's been a lot of material out from Ti, a lot of music, a lot of video, a lot of things like that, and the acting. I mean, you know, you were just on Boss. Of course, you've done movies in the past. You have a television show too, man. I mean, but how do you how are you getting all these things done and and still having time for yourself? Woo. Um, <laughs> uh, proper time management, trying to prioritize and just dedicated the the, the the necessary time, attention, and energy right. to each project. And, 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 when, and, and just recognizing when, okay, now I've dedicated this much time to this and now it's time to move on. Right. And, you know, and also the delegation of responsibilities to others around me who are fit to, you know what I'm saying, carry the load mm-hmm. of the responsibilities to come with, you know, the, each, each of these endeavors. Since he already asked you about, about uh, your television show, and I've watched your television show, it's a great program. Thank you. Have you made an exerted effort to, for lack of a better word, stay away from the the word of the day is ratchetness, but to, stay, <laughs> to, to keep your show more on uh, a family level, because you can watch that and, and it really does show a different side to you. Well, thank you. I mean, nah, I, I don't, I don't make a, 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 a an extra conscious effort, right, to do that. Right. I just, I just give my life as I live it, and I don't really live that kind of ratchetness right. in my family right. environment, right. You know what I mean? With the exception of in, in Shekana, and I, I don't mean that in a bad way, Shekana. I don't mean that in a bad way, Shekana. I don't mean that in a bad way. But you know what I'm saying? She, 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 she's just a little less. She's a little less polished in the professional, you know, mainstream uh, personality-wise. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, but that's our life because her and my wife are really, really, they really friends. And so now my friends, you know, some of them, the ones the most ratchet of those, they don't want to be on TV. Uh, you know understood. what I'm saying? So that, right. that, 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 that won't be shown. Right. You right. know what I mean? But in a family environment that, 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 there is no real ratchetness in my right. family environment. 
Yeah. Then she started talking about my uncles and all that stuff, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's different. That's a different family hustle, you know yeah, what I mean? I think the, the stars of that show are King and Major. I love it. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, man, that's how we, that what we're trying to do. Wait on, that's what we're waiting on to see if we're going to do a, a season three, man. Yeah, uh, Major's contract renegotiation. Major is really holding out so, still oh, for his contract. Right yeah, his okay. contract renegotiations. And he's the last one, you know right. what I'm saying? He's Major the last one. What they need, he's the last one to hold out, man. He said he don't want to put a mic on right. when it's time right. to record. So he's trying to. I, hey, man. I'm, hey, I'm, hey, hey, man, if the man need to hold out, if the, if the brand ain't right, he got to do what he got to do. I'm going to throw you, throw you a, a fast pitch real quick because I know nobody else probably asked this. So we have new, our president has been reelected. Sure. Right. Now you are of the upper percentile of the nation okay. to where as tax increases will be. Pulled up. How do you feel about that? Hey man, I mean, I feel like heavy is the head of he who wears the crown. You know what I mean? If, if as long as as long as that raising taxes is able to, to, to do something to stabilize the economy right. and make and make America a better place, right? Then fine. You know what I'm right. saying? But if you just gonna raise my taxes and everything's gonna stay the same, then you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be upset. Down. Yeah, see, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but I mean, I, mean, I ain't tripping. I ain't really tripping. I mean, I ain't tripping. I, I, I just, you know, I just really want, I want a, I want a better world for my children to grow up in. And yeah. whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever that is, if the, if the poverty, if the poverty level can be, you know, uh, 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 sliced uh, right. uh, significantly right. By, right. By, by the right people's taxes being right. raised, right. then what can I, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't ignore the, the necessity right. at that right. point. You know what I'm saying? Right. Even if it, even if it means... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just something that I don't want to do, but I'll do it if it's for the yeah, for the for the greater good of of, of the common man and the masses. Then I'll do it. But you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. And that's just my limited understanding. Hey, that's what it is. We, you know, that's what we like to do with Monsoon Radio. We like to you know get the full broad spectrum of the artists. Check. We underestimate the power of our voice. You know what I'm saying? I think that we create trends, we create things that we rarely take advantage of, and really understand um, how much power we wield in the popular mindset of the entire world. I travel the world a lot, you know what I'm saying? And so things like twerking or whatever you want to think of that we've right. created is all over the planet. And so I look at the times in the 90s, late 80s, when groups like Public Enemy, of course, Rest and right. when we were still kicking consciousness, it was making tons of money, right. huge tours. I think a lot of the new generation doesn't understand that. They think that, okay, if it's conscious, it's not. It's just not going to sell. That's right. not the case. And so I think we just forget the perspective of number one, how powerful we are by nature, whether we use it for good or bad or, or in between, and number two, how we can wield things to help ourselves instead of just waiting for some tide to change. You know what I'm saying? So I think we've got to just understand that we have an opportunity always. We are always presenting new opportunities for somebody. Usually it's not us. We've got to jump in and make it about us. That also goes back to the hip hop community being able to stand up for what it is that they want more of. Because we control hip hop. And a lot of times we allow ourselves to, uh, to sort of sit down while other people try to run it. And, and they've been very successful with, with doing that, but now you know, understanding that we have the power to take it, right. make it what we want. Uh, and not to really like absorb that and, and then push that forth where we have a, a well-balanced hip-hop game, both intelligent 
perspectives for me. I mean, one thing that I hope that people remember is that you know you have to take some responsibility in your message, in your creativity, and in what you let out into the world. You know, I feel like the energy that you put out in the world is the energy you get back in return. So I think that the artists need to be more conscious about the energy that they release because all of these artists have a lot of power. You know, artists have a, a special gift. They see what most people don't see. They do what most people won't do and may want to do. And sometimes you have to be conscious of how it affects people. So I hope that they take that and I hope they remember that. And I hope they remember to support each other and don't let your ego get the best of you. Because a friend of mine from the Whispers told me the key to his longevity is number one, check your ego at the So I never forgot that. So I'm just thankful to still be here and I'm thankful to still work with so many of the artists that are out now. I'll be on the phone talking with Kendrick Lamar. I'm over here hanging out with Wayne. And I think the interaction between us and them is important because that will create longevity to hip hop. It won't, it won't become something that we just criticize on how we don't like what this one said. We'll be able to be inside of that relationship and teach them, and they can teach us on different things that we did and we shouldn't have done, but things that they're doing that they shouldn't do. See what I'm saying? Don't disconnect the relationship. So this show you're gonna see today is the connection of all the worlds together. So it's gonna be fascinating when you see this visual now. Once again, man, big shout out to hip hop, big shout out to every participant in hip hop, man. Um, as I said before, man, I'm nothing without it. Uh, I, I, I'm not stopping hip hop turning 50, but hip hop will keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm hoping to have an opportunity to interview legends, man. Um, I have this platform, so I hope I'll be able to do that, man. And also people that are up and coming as well. You know, this, this show is dedicated to black men and black mental health and just black lifestyle, man. Black men's lifestyle, black women's lifestyle. This show goes where you want it to go. Shouts out to my man, Sharp Shot. That's his saying. Um, but, you know, I'm going to steal that one for a second, man. So thank you so much. Thank you for being patient. Um, this, is, this wasn't my tightest show. But you know what, man? We back. Um, I'm going to do my best. Thank you all for being patient. Thank you all for riding with me, man. Um, I've been hella, hella busy. Hella busy, man. I'm tired all the time, but I'm never too tired to talk to y'all. Well, sometimes I am. But you all understand that a boy need a break, that your man need a break. So thank you for understanding. Remember, subscribe to this YouTube channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um rate and review on the podcast subscribe to the podcast hit the like button on youtube do all of those things man all the little action items please do that because it just helps get more eyes on the show okay do that for me all right remember to mind your mental health ladies and gentlemen mind your mental health you heard the tip earlier mind your mental health we're going to bring it up be bringing you those every single week mind your mental health okay remember to mind your physical health do what you got to do to take care of yourself, all right? And ladies and gentlemen, never forget, always remember to be great. I'm up out of here.